0: Good evening, friends, and welcome once again to that time we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga, our heated adventures, over analyzing manga we find interesting. And this week, ah, oh, things have taken a dire turn. Join us as we escape the shambling hordes and read High School of the Dead, Chapters 1. Prepare yourselves for blood, terror, and just a lot of boobs. Seriously, so... what, Tadeusz? Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Over Manga Cast. My name is Sam, and as always, here at the top of the show. We talk about what our familiarity with the franchise we read this week is, and I've actually got something to say this time. Amazing. I know. I watched High School of the Dead when the anime first came out long enough ago that it makes me feel old and decrepit to say, so I'm not going to specify. But uh, this was actually, I I really liked this anime. (laughs) Shocker, I know. (laughs) A a young teenage boy enjoyed the anime all about boobs and violence. Whoa. Um, And, uh... The OP is one of my favorites and uh, putting the OP on repeat and playing Left for Dead is a uh, long standing Halloween tradition of mine. But I've never read the manga. New
1: experience in that regard. Matt, how about you? Uh, probably to a lesser degree. I, I had a vivid memory that I had seen the anime when it first came out. And then I hit a part of the manga I didn't recognize plot wise. And I'm like, did I only watch the first two or three episodes of the anime? <laughs> I think I might have. <laughs> Entirely possible. You only need to watch so much of that anime to understand everything this series is about. I I very well might have only watched the anime up until they got out of the school. Uh, Yeah? I don't remember most of volume two, so...
2: (laughs) And, uh, Jacob? Uh, so, uh, also in a uh, bit of a shock, I also have something to say about this one. I should- I should note up front that I'm actually really not a big fan of uh, zombie fiction. Slow moving people with muscle atrophy, being immune to all damage except for headshots by some kind of magic, I don't know. And despite their muscles falling off of their bodies, being stronger than normal people, also like spawning out of the ether and wiping out the world's uh, ability to deal with them uh, in a matter of literally minutes it's one of those ones where i understand why people like it and there is a lot of cases where it's like you're fast tracking to the good stuff i get it but almost always zombie fiction loses me almost immediately there's just too many suspension of disbelief issues for me oh yeah of all
0: the shut your brain off manga that we've read on this show this one requires the
2: hardest shutdown (laughs) um i recall very distinctly um I did not watch High School of the Dead when it came out, because, I, you know, this this is not throwing shade on people who like zombie fiction. I'm just not among you. You're just not among us. God damn it.
1: <laughs> Top tier zombie fiction. Among <laughs> us. <laughs>
2: That's sus. But yeah, uh, so I didn't watch it when it came out, but I remember I, I'd seen a lot of people highly recommending it. And it's like, no, it's not just the boobs and the violence. It's actually a good zombie story. And it's like, you know, it's one of those ones where it's like, I shouldn't judge a series I haven't seen. I know I at least watched the first episode. I don't know mm-hmm. if I watched episode two, but I watched it. and I'm like, yeah, I see why people say this is good zombie fiction. It's also almost all of the zombie tropes I don't like. So uh, it's still
0: not your cup of tea. But it's,
2: <laughs> it, it, it's almost all the zombie tropes tropes I don't like, except it's also significantly hornier than most other zombie stories. So I get why it has appeal.
1: The the one thing I will say about High School of the Dead is it it is a it is very adamant and does not hide the fact it is a love letter to zombie fiction. Mm. So like it is doing all the tropes because that's the audience it's going for. I don't oh, think yeah. it's it's pretending like it's invented these things. It references um George Romero R. Romero constantly, and it's just like oh yeah, it's like we're not going to call them zombies because we've all seen the movies and that makes it seem weird. But like yeah, the, um. What's ah uh, the uh, the beginning of volume two starts with um just a, uh, a character that looks nearly identical to the main character of Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. just waiting in the convenience store going like huh.
0: <laughs> it's clear that uh, the mangaka was a uh, Sato San was very very into zombie fiction and uh, just wanted to go all out in a tribute
1: to that and you know god bless and then some other things are less clear but we'll get into
3: those (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll get into those
2: yeah so so basically um a lot of people were you know praising it and so i checked out you know the the first bit of it and uh you know i I get the appeal i understand why this has hardcore diehard fans who who love it unironically it's it's not it doesn't have any of the things I care about in a, in a story. Meh, I shouldn't put it that way. Well, it's, yeah. it's such a love letter to a genre I'm not a fan of that I bounced off, but.
1: So regardless, what we've been doing so far is talking about like our experience retroactively with this product. Let's zoom forward to the now and actually dive into this thing so we can talk about how we feel about it now. Cause okay. I think that's probably gonna be a lot more <laughs> meaningful yeah
0: i have certainly had um because i haven't watched the anime since season one ended and season two never happened and then the you know the mangaka died rest mm-hmm. in peace so it it has been a good long while since i've actually consumed this particular product and uh a lot of it is how i remember and uh a lot of it is <laughs> now me going oh i didn't realize that when i was you know a kid just enjoying the boobs
1: and violence. <laughs>
0: like...
3: <laughs>
1: I vividly remember the first episode starts with what is the first panel of this manga, and mm-hmm. it's the two girls running, go- like zombies have attacked, and the two girls are running away and they're like, we're going to be friends forever. Very next page, she's trapped by a zombie and she kicking her in her face, let go of me, you bitch. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm <Yeah. happy laughs> losing it, because that's within like the first 30 seconds of the anime.
0: Uh, this uh, particular story does not at all hesitate on saying that uh,
2: when the chips are down, most people are. Are going to be self-centered douchebags <laughs> I, I think a better way of putting it is most people are going to survive because some characters do frame themselves that way but it's pretty clear that that's not really true like most people like like almost everybody is a survivor mm. there is real altruism as we'll see you know characters will act selflessly but people are survivors. And if if someone's a lost cause, you kick their you kick their asses into uh, the rest of the way into the zombie horde because they're already bitten and you can't help them at that point.
1: I like how um, one thing about this zombie fiction is um, there's surprisingly a lot of survivors and in a lot of stuff, you're like everything was decimated in this. It's just like, no, they pretty quickly hid. There's just a lot of people who are also dead. But like in the school they start out with, there's like a school of like 300 there's like 15 people <laughs> that make it out of there like probably even more mm. yeah more, more that we just don't see it's like 10 percent, and the school presumably had it really bad because they got swarmed without like even being able to warn anyone yeah because uh we open up on three kids uh fleeing the zombie
0: hordes uh our protagonist uh takashi uh, his cooler friend Hisashi and uh, Ray, the girl, uh,
1: she is the she's the love interest. Her current uh, personality is: I am in love with the gray-haired pretty boy. Yeah, she is in love with Hisashi,
0: and yet uh, at one point in a uh, flashback, she and Takashi had uh, Pinky promised to marry each other, and that is the the source of that tension for
1: a good bit. Uh, also, I. I assume they're going to bring it up because at the very end of our reading, they reference this, but they definitely don't mention it for three volumes. She stayed back a year, seemingly voluntarily, despite being on the honor roll. And the main character presumes this was because she really wanted to date his friend, which probably is not true, but, <laughs> but yeah, considering they don't mention it again, I don't know why she stayed back a year voluntarily. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. But uh, these three
0: managed to sequester themselves at the highest point of the school in a little observatory that
2: the astronomy club was using to uh, astronomy things. You don't need to uh, see the bandage on Hisashi's arm to see where this is going. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Because Homeboy was bitten in the initial struggle, uh, as uh, now that we have had our in medias res moment, uh we cut to how everything started it was a day like any other uh takashi was skipping class and just kind of, he was in school but still skipping class well it is a boarding school so.
2: yeah it's a boarding school is the justification for that one
0: why he is in the school building, despite being a delinquent who does not go to class. I
1: completely skipped over the fact they were in a boarding school. That makes so many of the characters make sense now.
2: Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's why they, it's how they justify the road trip is mm-hmm. the other thing. That's the that's the dual purpose. They need him at school, but they also need him to be a school, uh, a class skipping delinquent. And they also need to have a point A to point B to get to. So... Make it a boarding school. This will never come up again. But uh,
0: he was just kind of, you know, being a disaffected youth, uh, staring out at the grounds where uh, a bunch of teachers were going to uh, see about a weird guy who was just kind of banging his face against the gate. The teachers do not see it because it is behind uh, this. Uh, person. But uh, the camera, with uh, great dramatic irony, shows that the back of his shirt is torn up and it looks like
2: his stomach was eaten out through his back. It is one of those cases where it's like it's extremely gory and it... it how did you not notice that the gate doesn't have that much? Uh, the, because it's like the side is 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 torn up too, so, is the, so the thing. Other, the other fun thing is zombies in this don't appear to eat people. <laughs> They just
1: bite and then move on. I presume that's probably because of like Japanese censorship showing cannibalism is probably like way worse than other things. But like Mm. what that means is there's a weird kind of thing of like, do the zombies, who ate the guy's stomach out? Like, I guess it must've been a zombie, but.
0: Yeah. if, If I had to opine, Uh, it's probably in a world building sense. It's probably the zombies eat until the victim is dead and then they don't care anymore and move on. But in a dramatic sense of the story, it is to be horrific and to create more monsters. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah, Yeah. This
2: story only does things for movie plot points like it doesn't. This is a big part of the reason why it's a love letter to zombie fiction. Because mm-hmm. that that's a very common thing in zombie fiction. I like me, my world building, so I, I tend to stop at those points and considering that like, that doesn't quite make sense. But again, that's a me thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I like how um the main character will occasionally like just narrate going like, hmm, we decided to go up to the roof. In hindsight, we probably should have just tried to leave the building and we would have been fine, but we didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like <laughs> oh my god Taka- takashi's narration is great it it is such um ah that was when we truly understood the danger that we were in but even so we were still innocent to the true horror that lay ahead like it's so hammy it's so 80s B-movie,
2: and I love it for that. <laughs> I was originally going to save this point for later, but since this is what we're talking about, I might as well mention it here. Because it's it's pretty pervasive, and it starts very early. Having watched the first episode of the anime, the thing I, I took away from it is, this is well-done zombie fiction, except really, really horny. Okay, cool. I get why this has uh, unironic fans. Having read the this entire arc in the manga, the other thing I noticed besides this being like hornier than most other zombie stories is there is a very we can do it attitude. That it's not quite shown in Peppy. It's not. It's it's not at that level. But it has that kind of attitude of you know if we try hard enough, we'll figure something out. It's got a lot of wish fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, I think
0: actually yeah. that's probably the best way of putting it and, A ton of it and th- and that kind of uh is adjacent
2: enough to shounen protagonist gumption for government work. The thing I couldn't help but notice is I sort of found it interesting how I think Peppy is the word that best fits in my opinion of sort of like the idea of like how how the characters are reacting to all of it. you know, I mean like it sucks people are dying. It's really really bad but we're going to figure this out. We're going to find a way. Um, and you usually don't see that in zombie fiction. And it's one of those ones where, like, it is it is done to be cheesy. So it's like, this isn't a problem, but I couldn't help it. There's this really strong contrast between what you what you see implicitly in the character's actions in that this is an awful situation that they're navigating versus the narration is almost always, but it was about to get so much worse. (laughs) No. And it it never really does, because they maintain that peppy attitude for all of our reading.
1: it, It is some nonsense you see in Isekai all the time where the narration will be like, but they didn't know that the hardest task was ahead of them. You flip the chapter in two pages and then I beat the hardest task. Orgy, please.
0: Yeah. Uh we will get to the apartment. Um
1: Yeah, let's let's get through the school where there's at least a ser it's serious zombie fiction in the school. It starts to degrade when they leave the school.
0: Yeah, because there's the intruder at the gate and I can only
1: presume like the PE teacher, some macho guy. Oh, it's, it's 100% the PE teacher because he's the yeah. dude who holds the gate closed because all manga is nothing but tropes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he he,
3: like, he is re- also
2: in a tracksuit. So yeah,
0: he reaches out and grabs the obvious zombie by the scruff of his like, uh, by the scruff of his his uh, obviously
2: bloody his- and torn shirt. <laughs>
0: yeah and it's like hey asshole don't you know not to act weird around a school oh god fingers fell out of his mouth when i shook him ah he's biting my arm i'm a zombie now i'm going to eat the pretty teacher
1: i thought he bit his fingers off
0: yeah okay that is uh one big criticism i have of the manga the action paneling is kind of (laughs) trash
1: It Speaking is as so... long as we have criticism of the manga, the lettering is incredibly trash. <laughs> <laughs> Len, uh, it's Yen Press, so um, yeah. you get what you pay for. <laughs> it, it,
0: it is so hard to tell sometimes what is happening. Like, I remember uh, the anime, the action being quite clear, very enjoyable, very, you know, cheesy and over the top. Uh, in this, it's like, wait, what happened? who lost what limb, who did what, where, what are the angles here? It's hard to keep track of.
2: I think the big thing is the still panels look good, but the sequential art is the problem. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Because honestly, you know, it's an aesthetic that I'm not the biggest fan of, but it's well done art. But the problem is there there's issues uh, connecting each individual still in a in a manner that is easy to parse at a glance. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, I was able to figure everything out, but there were more than a few places where I had to look really closely to try to figure it out.
1: Jim teacher is a zombie bites pretty teacher. There's now two zombies. Main character is watching this and goes like, man, I better go get the girl I'm crushing on because murders are happening. <laughs> Yeah, I love the Tog- I love his, his plan is not warn anyone. It's sneak into his crush's class and drag her out because don't tell anyone.
0: There is no sneaking. He throws that door open, grabs her by the wrist, pulls her up, and says, "We gotta go. Bad things are happening." What are you talking about? Do not just pull me away like this. What are you doing, Tagashi? He slaps her across the face. I said we're leaving. Bad things are happening.
1: And her boyfriend, gray-haired boy, watches him slap her across the face. It's like, no, he was right to do that. You were being hysterical. And I'm like, okay, manga. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is there is another case where it's not even action paneling. It, it it's a sequential art thing in in general because I think the order of events is Takashi runs in, uh, grabs uh Ray, and then uh, Hisashi goes up to him and like, what the hell's going on? And Takashi actually explains pretty quickly and succinctly, there was a murder at the front gate. It's not a normal murder. We need to leave. And he's like, okay, cool. I got it. And then you get the slap scene with like nothing in between. (laughs) Like, where did that come from? And then the thing is, like, he's just like,
1: no, yeah, that's good. You should have hit her. She was being hysterical. We all need to move now. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And then she's like, no, you're right. I did need to be hit. And I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> okay, this manga
0: is not very nice to Ray.
1: <laughs> I feel bad for her. Ray, Ray I, she better have a really messed up reason for why she had to stay back a year. Because uh, <laughs> that would explain a lot. But <laughs> our three uh, her tags arm themselves.
0: They try to call the police, but the police lines are all jammed up. And it's only a recording saying, please hang up and try again, which is always a bad sign when even the
1: emergency line does not work. Ray's dad is a cop, right? But he's not just a cop. He's a super special ops cop. I think he's a police detective. He's some kind of officer. Yeah, they say he's a detective in this scene. And then when it comes up again later, she's like, well, he's not just a detective. He's also part of like special forces. He gave me this phone number that's secret that I'm never supposed to call. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay.
0: But uh, while they're doing this and having this horrid realization, uh, there is an announcement over the school PA system where it's like, there's been an emergency, but please make an orderly retreat along the pre-planned exit strategies. Oh, God, please don't eat me!
1: It's weird that that you continued holding down the mic button as you were being eaten so you couldn't... (laughs) (laughs) so you can adequately
2: terrify everyone i also i also love how uh the uh two zombies that were at the front gate have now somehow got to administration have multiplied and teleported onto what i'm pretty sure is supposed to be the third floor if i understand the geography of the school correctly look Uh, this manga plays by left for dead rules we don't need to worry about it (laughs) <laughs> welcome to a zombie fiction trope I'm not a fan of. <laughs> the, the director spawns in zombies. The manga is kind of being like
1: tongue in cheek at this point, though, because like we get introduced to the other characters and like they all get basically comedy beats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone else is
2: hyper-competent compared to the main three. And again, uh, just to be clear, I don't like these tropes that doesn't make them bad tropes. I get why they have an appeal. I just don't like them personally. Uh, So it's one of those ones where like, yep, I get why people like this. I'm not one of them. (laughs) Because we're spawning Uh, in zombies. I I do
0: love the introductions to the other primary characters, though. Because... Look, I do like uh, Takashi and Ray and spoiler alert. Hisashi doesn't matter long enough to worry about him. But uh wow, what a shock. The guy made of death flags dies in the zombie uh, story. Yeah. but uh, i I really love the rest of the squad, uh, particularly uh Kota and Takagi. They are my favorites. I'll just go ahead and say the final discussion point right
1: now. I love those two. They are they are the best and I ship them. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's pink hair, pink haired tsundere girl and fat gun (laughs) taku. Yes! (laughs) Takagi is the Ojo-sama,
0: the the Kanasun sun sun one, and then uh, Kota is a fat nerd who happens to be really into guns. And it's like, how do you know so much about guns, considering you live in Japan, a country where guns are illegal? Oh yeah, my dad uh, was a part
1: of uh, Blackwater once and I hung out with some of his boys. Important note, guns are not illegal in Japan, you just need to keep them locked up and have proper, you know, licenses for it. You know the the point being, Japan has much more uh, strict gun laws than America.
0: Yes. So, so Kota has a truly uh, unsettling amount of knowledge for a normal high schooler in Japan.
1: My, my boy later reveals that he went and worked for a paramilitary organization in America for a yeah, bit. Blackwater. I'm pretty sure they even name drop. They name drop Blackwater. It's, it's yeah, Black Hawk. But yeah, it's, oh, that's right. Because it, it, it it's legally
2: distinct Blackwater. <laughs> it is Black Hawk. They, they hired a Japanese teenager. I think supposedly what happened is his dad was the one they hired, and he just hung out with them. Oh my but god! Like,
1: yeah, let's not get started on the parents. All of these people turn out to have just amazing parents in uh-huh. their boarding school life. So as
2: it as it turns out, yeah. I love how uh,
0: they do a lampshade hanging moment of make of like uh, kind of making fun of Koto for being the manga character because his parents are like. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're like characters out of like an Indiana Jones style flick. Meanwhile, Takagi is here with her Wall Street executive mom and ultra nationalist, like paramilitary group leader
2: dad. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Well, we'll get but, to um,
1: yeah, we, we're still introducing characters uh, because this is a zombie fiction in Japan. You have to have the one girl who knows how katanas work and is master of the blade can never be a boy. Boys never know how katanas work. <laughs>
0: uh, I do love Seiko as well. Seiko is so good. I- <laughs> Seiko's I, pretty great. I, I, I have to restrain calling her my favorite just based on the reading, because uh, the anime went further than how much we've read. And I love her in the anime so much. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. What a shock. I like the purple haired girl who's good with who's good with a blade. Jeez. <laughs> Guess who my favorite Tokidoki Light Club character is? Uh,
1: Monica? No. <laughs> well,
3: just Monica, <laughs> just Monica. <laughs>
1: Uh, But uh, And then finally we get uh, the best introduction with um, Marikawa, big-titty school nurse, who is currently being saved by a, like, young, by, like, a teenage boy, and he is currently being killed, like, go on, sensei, I'll stop them for you, and as he's dying, she just goes, what, what was your name again? Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure, actually, um, he
0: survives just long enough for psycho to show up and uh, for him to be like, OK, I get it. The bites turn me into one of them. Just kill me, please. OK, then she she couches it all in this like uh, conservative, traditional Japanese sense of like honor and gender norms. It's like uh, it's a woman's job to protect a man's pride. Uh, of course, of course, he has to die honorably. No, she just likes killing.
1: Yeah, because these are the only competent people in the building. They naturally find other. Each- other pretty quickly uh oh hisashi died at some point and takagi went or uh, takashi went and finished him off in the baseball I'm, bat yeah i forgot we raised personality is she is in the spear club mm-hmm. which is a thing i guess and it is it makes more sense for a woman than katana's so i i guess i can't even be she is a martial artist of some variety yeah but
0: um we have seen scene on the roof where Hisashi succumbs to his zombie dumb. Uh, Takashi is able to uh, finish him off and
1: uh, cave in his head with a baseball bat. Hisashi begs to not become a zombie. Hmm. I want you to kill me so I don't have to do this. And then they proceed to not heed that wish and let him become a zombie. It's like, yeah, you guys are be <laughs> friends. Um, <laughs> well, actually, no, because we find out main character didn't even really like him that much, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Well, Ray does kind of call it that
0: uh, Takashi was jealous of him because Hisashi was basically cooler than him and had the girl he liked.
1: So Uh, it doesn't matter. Ray immediately jumps into main character's arms as we play the game of Will she remember her boyfriend died yesterday? We will be playing this game the entire reading.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's it's very, very tropey and expected. I gotta say, a, a
0: much younger me very uncharitably read this scene. It's still kind of <laughs> shitty on Ray's account for her to be like, "You just caved his head in with a bat because you were always jealous of him. You didn't do it because he was turning into a monster or anything. Just get out of
2: here." All right, I'm leaving then. No way, don't leave me behind. The thing is, it's it's extremely tropey. It's uh-huh. it's competently done tropey. It's it's wish fulfillment nonsense, is
1: what it is. Yeah. It's like, man, how cool. Would to kill your your crush's boyfriend, you know? And it's like, I mean, from like a weird, sadistic point of view. Sure, I guess. And then have her cling to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, like- o- obviously that would happen, Sam, because I'm the only other option for her. <laughs> it, it's It's like, OK, as a more mature adult,
0: I can see that this is obviously an extremely tense situation. And of course, her emotions are going to be fluctuating wildly. Anyone's would be. But still,
1: making the woman extremely hysterical is not a very good look, manga. If if it was just this scene, I'd be okay with it. Uh, Ray Ray frequently forgets her boyfriend was alive at all, um, or existed. Uh, mm. But then we'll also vividly remember he was alive.
2: I feel like it's building to something that we didn't get to. It mm. feels like it's being done with intention. And I will say, I think that the rooftop scene is really well done character work. It is the situation where Ray is used as like the trophy girl enough that it does, it gets noticeable how wish fulfillment-y it is.
3: Uh,
1: I love when they're on the rooftop. Um, pretty boys just like don't throw away that plastic bottle. We can fill it with water so we can still have water when the water's shut off. And then the water was never shut off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Sasha, you're so smart. It's like Basic, basic recycling, okay, whatever.
0: (laughs) We're, we're, we're focusing on this for too long. Our main characters all find
1: each other because they are the only competent ones left alive at this point. Did we mention mention Kota's got a nail gun? I don't understand how the nail gun is killing zombies. I'm going to be completely honest
2: here. Yeah, it should not have enough force to go through a skull. It it shouldn't. Even if it goes through the skull, it's not destroying the brain. (laughs) Like which is what we need to have
0: happen. <laughs> I just love this scene because it is the beginning of uh, what I dub Gun Goblin Kota, <laughs> where where he gets extremely dramatic shading as he is uh, obsessing over a projectile weapon going, uh, yes, if I do this, then I can uh, kill this many people at this range
1: huh, on I, I guess there is an implication in that scene that what he has done is modified the gas cartridge so that it's dangerously shooting those nails out, but still, like, Ray and Takashi get off of the roof by using
0: a uh, emergency fire hose. Uh, we have the aforementioned nail gun, and Psycho uh, has Psycho has her uh, wooden training sword, so she's able to get
1: uh, Marikawa out of there. All the characters end up meeting by saving someone who's about to die in their scene, and then another character jumps in and they're safe, and they're all together, and they're like, "Well, let's go get on the bus we use for field trips." Yeah, that's a good idea. You can drive, right, Sensei? He's just like, I can drive. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Sensei. Uh,
0: my dress was too tight to effectively run, so, so Psycho had to tear up uh, a very leg-revealing slit on the side of it. Don't
1: pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to how high the, uh, the rip is. Also, I will pose in a way that makes it seem like I don't have a spine. <laughs> yeah, she does that
2: a lot. <laughs> And she's also uh, got to complain about the fact that her skirt was Prada, so that someone can be like... Uh, so you can you can get somebody complaining about materialism, and it's like, you do realize this is a survival situation, right? We got to get that in. There is a, there is
0: one like minor change between the anime and the manga that I do want to point out uh, during the escape from the school. And that is when Takagi is uh, confronted with a zombie... Uh, her weapon right now is just a cordless drill, and, uh, when the zombie is, like, coming to attack her, she shoves the drill bit into its head and just holds down the trigger, uh, spraying blood everywhere. In the manga, she's going, die, 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 you piece of shit. Uh, in the anime, she is cringing away, screaming for her, uh, mom and dad and wanting all of this to be over. Like honestly kind of like the anime portrayal of it more because it's it feels more realistic of her just being like oh god what the hell is happening please i just want this nightmare to be over right now counterpoint compared
1: to all the other weak demure females we get in this
2: yeah i um, was gonna say i actively
1: uh-huh. <laughs> violent is a nice change of pace although ray does kill a lot of people but that's after yeah. everything else she does um. that that is that is fair i
0: i uh, do not counteract that point
2: <laughs> i was gonna say i really like uh the way that uh, takagi is portrayed in the manga because it, it shows a like level of survival mode where because like there's a scene where she looks over at a mirror and realizes she's covered in blood and has a look on her face like this is actually happening i'm really in this place looking like that what the hell is going on why is this happening like like she blue screens mm-hmm. for a second
3: and i really oh, like yeah. that
2: Um, Oh, yeah. This is just one one scene that's a change between the two
0: mediums that uh, that I I just wanted to point out. Overall, I do like Takagi's presentation a lot.
2: Yeah. And I I think I think there's something to be said about like you have Takagi that is very like gung ho and aggressive. You have uh, Seiko who's very gung ho and aggressive. I feel like the manga is it is I'd like to say unintentionally mean to Ray. Uh, but she's like a bit like she's supposed to be a bit of a middle ground, and then you have uh, Mari Kawa, who is, I like, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the, not the, every not every bimbo. female character. I, see, I didn't she, even think. I don't even think bimbo like she's a little bit airheaded, but she's not irresponsible. She is her. incredibly
1: irresponsible. Like that's she she let people die protecting her. Oh, the other thing I wanted to point out, um, like these people are getting like bitten over everything, but apparently she was in the infirmary treating multiple people, and she's so like, yeah, no, no matter what I tried, the ones who had bitten turned into those things, and those things can't be healed. And I'm like, so you were performing medical procedures on zombies? Why not? <laughs> I guess uh we because we just She cut, took her Hippocratic oath, Matt. I believe she intended to do that, but with how like lethal these things are in literally every other situation, it's super weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we don't know, because we cut into her um infirmary with all the zombies being barricaded out by one guy. So I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I, w- I was more referring to like later on, once they actually leave the school, she's more like like Uh. she's not she's not uh, as gung-ho as the rest of them but she is at least a base level of competent like she's helpful what i'm getting at is like there's like a there's like a balance of you know not everybody is a cookie cutter of the same personality even to uh even takagi and uh seiko are aren't really you know similar in the ways that they're more aggressive and competent so yeah yeah. I, anyway, I, feel like, I feel like the weak link here is that I don't think Ray is being portrayed as intended because the manga is kind of mean to her a lot. The for, So for Rey, I think the manga genuinely
1: flip-flops between wanting to tell the story of this girl who held herself back for a year despite being top of the class and whatever else is going on in her life, and then wish fulfillment of the main character getting the girl who went with, like, the pretty boy.
2: Mm. And th- they do try and have it both ways. Yeah, and it doesn't really work out quite as intended.
1: Yeah, but um. anyway, they got to get on the party bus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the-, the party, bu- the battle bus. <laughs> as they're getting on the party bus. There is another teacher who a a kid falls down and it's just like, Sensei, help me. It's like, you're already dead. This new world order. And I'm like, dude, it's it's been like this for two hours, but whatever. And kicks him in the face and leaves him to die.
2: It's been like this for 45 minutes. (laughs)
0: Obvious antagonist man. (laughs) This
1: guy went 100% from like, oh, well, I'm literally nothing. Suddenly made me cool with murder. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Friggin uh, Shido, Shido Sensei. Um, and Ray, being the epitome she is, is just like, I don't like that man. And if you trust him, you're going to regret it. We should leave him to die. Do you want to explain why we shouldn't do that? No, no. it's just a bad idea to trust him. I'm setting up something. Like, you sure? Because we we literally just have nothing but free time. In the like five minutes it takes him to get on the bus from where he <laughs> was. <laughs> you could explain to us what happened.
0: Now, Now, considering how quickly it takes him to form a sex cult. It's pretty obvious that he was some sort of creeper in his professional life, and Ray was probably victim to it at some point. That is, while it's not fine, it is fine from a story perspective of creating drama. The thing is, she could have just said that! She could have just said that! She could have said, no, that guy's a scumbag rapist. Leave him to the zombies. He doesn't deserve to be saved. Which, is also drama, because that challenges the other characters to be
2: like, okay, Is it okay to leave someone to die if they're is, an asshole? God, no, what
1: happens is if we get on the bus and there's no conflict, we can just stay on the bus. We need an opposing force to get on the bus with us so we can be forced off the bus. Yeah.
0: Uh, spoiler
2: we also yeah. We also have to get in the humans are the real monster uh, bit. We got to get that in there somewhere. A staple of zombie fiction. It is, but, man, does this manga not really want to commit to it?
3: <laughs> like, well,
2: I, I I, have a theory about that, but we'll get to that a little bit later, because uh, there's something I think that we're all going to have words about later.
1: Yeah, let's. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Ray's just doesn't. Ray drops a hint and then proceeds to say nothing about it when someone could do something. She clearly doesn't want this man on the bus, but does not want to say don't let him on the bus. Short of, you'll regret it. And then I'll say, I told you so. And it's like, or you could be helpful. (laughs) (laughs)
2: But that doesn't happen. Nope. Ray is not helpful at any point. You're right. (laughs) The main main characters and a bunch of NPCs uh, get on the battle bus. It's not the party bus yet. It will be the party bus later. Uh, They get on the battle bus and uh, drive away. Running over zombies on the way.
0: (laughs) Shaun of the Dead is uh, in his convenience store. Yeah, this is where we get the Shaun of
2: the Dead reference.
1: Yeah, uh and uh Shido-sensei the scumbag. Uh also we should point out Shido-sensei has actually done a pretty good job. He saved way more people than the main characters did. <laughs> he he saved like 15 students, like Yeah. He did. Object characters tried to save
0: nobody. <laughs> they saved whoever was in their path on the way to save themselves. We yeah. only save
1: other player characters. <laughs>
0: I mean, That's it do kind of be like that. It do kind of be like that, but uh, Shido is quickly oh, actually, like. Actually,
2: I love, I love the, uh, I love the RPG style inventories that you get at, at the beginnings and ends of every yep. volume. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they're yeah, they're, 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 full full like, they're playing Resident Evil Four out here. It's it's very it's very like Resident Evil or something uh, in the way that it presents itself. Is
1: it um, when they first get on the bus? We get my favorite. Re- Oh, no, it's it's in the same scene, though, as um, Cheeto's going off on his thing about, like, well, you see, we do need a leader. We need one person who can make decisions. We can't be arguing about everything in a life and death situation. And everyone's just like, no, that makes a lot of sense. We should. It's like, is it going to be you? It's like, well, no, I'm a creepy sex pest. No one's going to trust me. But also, trust me. And then at that point, Ray's like, well, I'll just go walk. And everyone's like, Ray, please don't. Just, just say don't vote for the sex pest and we can kick him off no i'm not going to be part of this at all ray
0: okay democracy requires participation right okay you're already leaving
2: fine
1: well and- i guess i'll go after ray so like that guy's really cool let's make him the leader what
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, the t- most protagonist
0: of us takashi does go after ray and uh
1: It it does
3: look like the rest of our. jumps
1: out of a moving bus, I don't.
3: I'm not
1: a. The bus is going very slow because here's the other thing. They're in moving traffic. Yeah. Mm. Cars are still moving because here's the thing the zombies in here cannot get
0: into cars. Like. Uh huh. We should point out this was uh, discovered by the characters in Chapter One. The only sense the zombies have is hearing. Mm-hmm. They they don't have sight, uh, smell, touch, none of it. You could slap them upside the head with a uh, washcloth, and if it didn't make a noise, they wouldn't notice.
1: Uh, which Takagi does. So, that, and that would be really interesting if they ever used the fact they can't see.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um. So anyway, as the two main characters go off running on their own, we get my favorite conversation, which is all the side. Ca- side main characters going like, well, the point of this bus was to go see if our parents were okay. Who should we go check out? And we get every single main character go, well, my parents are basically not here. Uh huh. (laughs) And then it ends with the nurse going like, yeah, no, everyone, my entire family's dead. I really have no connections outside of the school. So, um, no drama. Oh man, cool. No drama too. My parents are overseas. My parents are overseas. Oh man, my parents are overseas. My my parents aren't overseas. Well, Takagi, come on. We'll go find your parents then. You're the only person who matters. Bunch of people in the back. Hey, um, do we get a vote? No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we but we this... only have enough we only have enough quest marker slots for two people. But this was a democracy five minutes ago when we made Shido the leader. Not
1: anymore. The they do forget the second half of this bus exists when it's not important to them. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: But uh After uh after Takashi and Rey get off of uh the the battle bus, a second bus comes careening down the highway, crashes into multiple cars because it was full of zombies, and explodes, cutting them off from the battle bus.
2: Where where it can go on to become the party bus. We'll we'll catch back up with them later. But uh
0: Psycho is like, hey, us main characters are gonna meet up at this location
1: at this time, okay? Yeah, sure. If we're not there today, try again tomorrow. That won't matter. They'll be there today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: See
2: you later.
1: And oh. the,
2: the, the clock won't advance until we reach the quest location.
1: <laughs> oh, and Takashi and, and Ray have this conversation about like, don't you understand? We only have your spear. Like, what are we supposed to do? We're, we're not going to be able to fight these things in mass now that we're out in an open environment. Hey, is that an abandoned police car? no ray it's covered in gas it could go at any moment i don't think it will let's just go inside hey i found a gun but i only have five <laughs> shots hey here's more bullets from the other police officer five more shots that's amazing Ray. let's leave isn't the gas leaking doesn't matter let's go <laughs> and that's literally how that scene goes like any time there could be like tension or conflict they're just like
2: nope <laughs> here's a gun <laughs> item get move on to the next quest
3: marker
0: that they did need to acquire a motorcycle at one point which they get from a helmet wearing zombie who cannot bite because he wears helmet uh and they had to stop at the gas station in order to fuel the vehicle up um they have the whole uh police car looting scene as matt pointed out uh some creeper shows up, tries to sexually assault
1: Ray. I Um, want to talk about this scene because this man is restraining this woman by holding her breast. Yeah. and uh I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, inform, I I don't want to help people who commit sexual assault at all.
2: I'm just going to point out that's not restraining anyone. That doesn't, that doesn't paralyze actual human people. You can just pull out
0: like it's, (laughs) He he holds her boob with one hand and a knife to her throat with the other. And this renders her completely helpless. It's like
2: it's like that spot on On a cat's neck. <laughs> well I was gonna say it's like that spot on certain fictional female characters' arms that if you're able to grab that, it completely turns off their oh, uh, software.
1: The, the part like right above the wrist where you hold what? their arm behind their back at the wrist and suddenly they can't do anything. Like, yep. Yep. Uh It's the Vulcan neck pinch of manga. (laughs) Oh, and they're at this gas station because it's self-service, so they need to break open a cash register for money to prepay for their gas. And I'm just like, sure. yep, (laughs) Sure, why not? Um, Sure, why not? I'm glad in this zombie apocalypse. They do lore reason why all of the infrastructure is still running, but... (laughs)
0: Oh, we we also have the glorious moment, uh, Matt, to your point earlier of, does Ray remember Hisashi was like alive? Um, before all of this, they're riding the motorcycle. Uh, a plane flies by them. They have a Top Gun moment of Ray like waving
1: to the plane. <laughs> Jacob, how do you feel about this fighter jet being that low in a city, riding alongside a motorcycle? For enough,
2: time, for enough time that the that two that people to happen. can wave at each other, yeah, like— Now, now, to be fair, to be fair, that was an A-10. It might be able to do that. I don't know why the pilots would, but at Is least that, it was an A-10. It's <laughs> not to save them, because they go on without them. Yeah, no, they, so. they, they don't—they're they, just there long enough for the scene to be dramatic. Uh, I mean, an A-10 can slow down like that, and they are a low altitude.
1: Also, r- realistically, what are those planes doing scrambling in a in a bioweapon
3: attack? <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, yeah. It,
2: it, it's one of those ones where it's like, I mean, I suppose a 30 millimeter Gatling gun from a plane, but like... I think the assumption is, what if this is like, I guess maybe, let's
1: assume Russia, yeah, this like this military and, attack yeah and you're like trying to defend against other planes but that's clearly not what they're doing they're scoping out the ground in a vehicle completely ill suited i guess they're getting what they can get i suppose but
2: well whatever. To, the, the thing is an a10 is a ground attack aircraft but it is okay. it is it is the case where it's like um th- th- basically i it's it's a situation where i'm of two minds on the one hand an a10 like What a zombie apocalypse is. there. There's similarities to a riot, and a 30-millimeter depleted uranium Gatling gun is going to mow down zombies. So then how did they get out of control in the first place? Yeah, because, like, they do make it a case
1: that, man, the Japanese Special Defense Force does operate super efficiently and actually has this problem under control. It's the local people that are messing it up.
3: mm -hmm. But... (laughs)
2: Like, yeah, that's that that almost always is is the the straw for me uh when it comes to zombie fiction. If you have modern weaponry, if you have bolt action rifles, people standing in a line can stop Romero zombies even if they don't know to aim for the head, like I mean I mean, that is actually a plot
0: point in World War Z, but that's not the zombie fiction we're talking about today, no, mm. that's competent zombie fiction, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I by the way go read world war z read the book don't watch the movie the movie is nothing like the book you can watch the movie just be aware the movie is
2: nothing like the book it is the movie is schlocky fun the book is actually good honestly the movie is very similar it obviously is significantly less horny but the movie is very similar in tone at least to uh, high school of the dead
1: counterpoint if the movie had been more horny it would have been more watchable hey how do we defeat the zombies
0: well clearly this virus cares only about having the strongest uh vessels to inhabit so we just make everyone mildly sick and no zombie will want to bite them ever again
1: anyway Uh, yeah we uh rays being held hostage um takashi manages to get close enough to shoot yeah, he he runs shoulder. up and pushes the gun up against him. Like, I've never shot a gun before, but I can't miss from this range. And I'm like, that wasn't the
2: problem. The problem was he has a knife to her throat. I think what's supposed to be going on here is he's demanding the money that he know Takashi stole from the register. And when he walks over, instead of raising a hand with money in it, he raises a hand with gun in it. But again, the sequential art is not the <laughs> strong point of this. Yeah.
1: It, it, it doesn't matter. It, yeah. He he then pulls the trigger, shoots the guy through the shoulder. And because Takashi is just like, I, I have accepted murder is now cool within two hours of this happening. Um, goes like, you're going to live here and die. And I'm like, dude got shot through the shoulder and you just walked away. He still has a knife. Like- he still has a knife. He still has legs. He can get
0: up. Well, like, like, sure, like, sure, the gunshot attracted the zombie. Actually, they don't imply the gunshot attracted the zombies. They imply that Takashi throwing away the baseball bat to clatter on the ground attracted
1: the zombies. They they are very hit or miss on whether or not gunshots attract zombies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they sure love saying it does. <laughs> the punk is left to get eaten. Uh, uh, rip ripping, uh Rip Bozo. And uh, and we find out Ray is real horny for murder because she's just like, that was amazing. You left that guy to die. That's pretty hot. I'm like, Ray, your boyfriend died this morning. <laughs> did he right. do murder? Did Hisashi do murder? I assume so. Probably. Probably. I, that's, why, that's why she stayed back a year.
2: <laughs>
1: because Hisashi did a murder and she needed to not be a now,
0: witness. Now,
2: now you see, Hisashi found this notebook that made him see Willem Dafoe and, and she was <laughs> really into it.
1: He does look vaguely like the Light Yagami. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, let's um let's get back to the the main group cuz uh they, yeah. they literally go find a gu- find a bike, find a gun, find ammo for the gun, gas up the bike completely, murder a dude, and then just drive back <laughs> like
2: yep. And uh the they just battle- fast travel back to the next uh quest marker. The battle <laughs> well,
0: go- bus the battle bus is stuck in traffic because the the cops are uh,
1: barricading the bridge across to well, Rich town. Yeah, they're also like banning traffic across like the connecting bridges. So, mm-hmm. what like what uh, Takashi's trying to do is like he's trying to like ride the bike over one of those bridges, but he's like, "No, it's blocked." And then that doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it, well it doesn't matter after they acquire
0: an all-terrain vehicle, but
1: <laughs> Oh, don't get started on that. We, we when, it,
0: when it comes up, well but I hear they have levees upstream that have reduced the, the, the water level. Yep, sure. Why not? Um... <laughs> anyway, the current goal of the party is to get across the river because that's where Takagi's parents are. Uh, Shido is starting his sex cult and the the rest of the main party is like, he's definitely starting a sex cult. We should get out of here.
1: Who, me? I'm not starting a sex cult. You just hate democracy. And I'm like yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay
0: okay dumbass sure i i literally don't have time to litigate all your bad faith arguments we are leaving and uh they, they, I do love this scene because they go to leave and of course, uh, Shido is like, I can't allow any sort of defection from my uh, dystopic worldview of this bus. So how dare you walk away? And Koda f- shoots him with the nail gun cutting his cheek and is like, all right, back the f*** off, loser. I will fill you full of holes. Oh, Takagi san please make sure you uh, don't trip on your way out. I will f***ing end
1: you. I love how he has the gall to go, I, I think that's fine. I can't let you take the nurse. She's too valuable. We're going to do what we want. That's fair.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I literally have the... Gu- uh, tell me I can't do it again. Tell me I can't do it again. Trust- Coda goes from 0 to 100 really quickly, and I love him.
2: <laughs> At least it makes sense for him. It, like Here's the thing. There are a lot of places where High School of the Dead actually justifies its character turns. It's the places where it doesn't that... You really, you know, like you you can see the hand of the author and the wish fulfillment becomes a little too obvious and, and things like that. But I mean, you know, Kota's, you know, the way he's acting is, is makes sense and is justified, but it's also so cartoonish. <laughs> because it's framed against this wackadoodle doodle nut job like
1: traditional zombie fiction what would be happening now is like oh we thought we were safe but humans are the real enemy and like people corrupted this thing that like this this eden we had safe from the zombies was corrupted by man is the constant metaphor you get in zombie fiction and they get kicked off the bus and like well i guess we've got to start fresh in this new world well, no, we're just going to meet up with the other two main characters. They actually just found us at the bus station. Conveniently, the timelines just let up so that we, neither of us had to wait long. And
2: then Mark oh, yeah. is just like... Hey. Hey, the clock doesn't advance until all the all the uh, player characters are at the quest marker. Yep. And then Marikawa is just like, hey... I
1: am actually house sitting for a friend who lives nearby here and they're like, Oh, cool. Does she like live in a condo or something? He's like, no, she's got a little house. It's a, like, with like a full on gated community and everything. Um, yeah, real cool. It's like, what? You just house sit for a rich woman. Yeah. She's basically never in the country. So, you know,
0: yeah. So, uh, this is really cool and all, uh, so that's really cool and all, uh, sensei why should we actually like go to this place beyond like to resupply and food oh she's kind of into like uh military stuff so i'm sure she's got uh oh she also has a really powerful car it's like a tank okay i th- i think you might be exaggerating but let's go here anyway because we really need somewhere to rest and oh my god she's got like a full military grade humvee
1: <laughs> she has a hummer like literally <laughs> She has an h1 hummer in japan how like, did she drive that on the roads? We're not exaggerating. <laughs> on ex- American roads, we're not exaggerating. This
0: is not a commercial grade thing. This is a military grade Humvee, something that could go over a
1: landmine and not flinch. Hey, Sam, I, I hate I, I I hate to break this to you. Um, that is the same thing as
3: oh, commercial
1: well, yeah. and military grade wore the same thing
2: for H uh, one Hummers. <laughs> You know what? Good point. Good point. (laughs) Shows how much I know about cars. (laughs) The uh, Humvee isn't the only uh, military grade thing that this person apparently just has.
1: Uh. (laughs) Because wish fulfillment, um, this house has a strong wrought iron gate. That's like, yeah, no, it'd be really hard for zombies to get through this. Um, Well, good thing we got in. Oh, now the second we're in, it's suddenly swarmed by zombies on the outside, but they can't get through. Let's go check out the inside. Oh, man, she's got a Hummer. Oh, really cool. Oh, man, she's got a safe with a crack open. Oh, man, this is a sniper rifle and an assault rifle. Um, And a a combat shotgun. Yep. These these are illegal in Japan. It's like, well, does that mean she's a criminal? Well, no, if she was a police officer, they're allowed to own it. Just getting the you can't import them. So she had to build these from the parts and everyone's just like, what? (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) I feel it's very important to point out the entire time that Takashi and Koda are going through the gun cabinet. (laughs) uh, All of the girls are in the bath doing Yuri things.
3: They just lean on the fourth
2: wall and say out loud, you know why we have to bathe together.
0: Yeah, no, I I think it is. um, I think it's Takagi that says, why do we all have to take a bath together? And Psycho just says, I think you know the answer to that. While looking at the audience. While looking at the camera. Uh. <laughs> of my previous experience with this uh, product. This episode made my at the time girlfriend very jealous. <laughs> it was actually a pretty big <laughs>
1: deal. <laughs> in relationship. So good thing that that, that ended huh? All, all of the women go and take a bath that lasts hours. And when they come out of the bath, they're all drunk. So they started drinking in these hour long. Be- they also had hot water because the water's still working and they've got all the lights on as they find the stockpile of military grade weapons, because how this started was, oh, no, we're going to have to make our way on foot. We lost the only salvation we had. Oh, no, here's an even better thing than what we had before. Orgy, yep. please, like. <laughs> basically (laughs) this does have strong isekai vibes doesn't it and
0: i i just love the cool shove effect of girls doing yuri things uh juxtaposed directly next to extremely powerful guns like okay we get it your demographic is teenage boys but please
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're at 11 take it down to about a 9
0: exactly we do get the best moment of Gun Goblin Kota though, as he is like fist pumping, you know, teeth glaring as he's like, ah, yes, these weapons.
1: <laughs> and while Kota is getting ogled, he he is in heaven with these guns. Um, literally all the drunk women then want to sleep with Takashi.
2: Yeah, so, that yeah. that that was a thing that happened. <laughs> Marikawa basically uh, sexually assaults. <laughs>
1: Takashi and Kota. And then he's like I'm into it because I w- you're touching my butt and he's like how much I'd love to be touching your butt for that reason. I'm like you're you're still doing it, buddy.
0: Like yeah. I-, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care that you're giving her a piggyback ride and grabbing her butt is like part of the physics of a
1: piggyback ride. You're you're still grabbing her ass. And then and then Takashi and Ray get basically to the brink of having sex. On the stairs. Yeah, and then um, Takashi then says to the camera, this is as far as I can go. And I'm I'm thinking that's because internal monologue is she's drunk, he doesn't want to go any further. I'm giving him too much credit. It's probably just because of what the manga's rated. (laughs) While all this is happening, this is interspersed
0: with cuts of a scene on the bridge where people are trying to get across the bridge to Rich Town and... Uh, the police are forced to hold the line because we are enforcing a quarantine. Anyone who even appears to be injured is a vector, is a risk of spreading this disease. We are letting no one through.
1: I, I love it. I think this happens a little after because, um, Takashi and, um, Kota are up on the roof hearing this, but like, it's, it's happening simultaneously.
0: It's mixed with the sexy shenanigans of the drunk ladies.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think they go to bed and then the boys hang up on the roof and also uh soka soka's drank but is not drunk
0: uh, she psycho? can hold her
1: liquor Psycho. Psych- psycho.
0: yeah yeah psycho had psycho uh had some booze but uh uh apparently drinking all that does is make her uh put on her panties and an apron and nothing else and start making dinner that's r- oh, <laughs> because that's so she's a good housewife yeah yep oh my god <laughs> Oh, oh, my God, God this is freaking manga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so what, what happens is um, the uh, there's a bunch of people who are going like the government's telling us this is a murder virus. That doesn't make any sense. Why are we killing these sick p- people? Why does the government want to kill its citizens? You can't stop us. We you I, I pay your salary. And then a police officer suddenly realizing the world is a very different place realizes, I can finally do what everyone who's ever heard that sentence wants to do and shoots that dude in the face. <laughs> and just like uh-huh. man, man, I'm I'm getting some vibes about what some uh, some of the authors um moral Mortal leanings are. I'm
3: I'm uh-huh.
1: wondering if two main characters will have an argument that just blatantly puts it on the page, turn the page to Takashi Kozu, you know, leftists are really the problem in this country. What? <laughs> That was entirely unprompted, why would you say that?
0: But it, it's because they're using binoculars to watch the these shenanigans on the bridge. And it's like, oh, I bet those idiots attacking the police are left wing radicals. <laughs> and and Kota's like, yeah, they're about as bad as those right wing racists. I can't
1: stand people like that. Then Takeshi's man. like, Don't go so far. The left wing's bad, too. And I'm like, hold on, Takeshi.
0: <laughs> man, man, inviting centrism, right, brother? Of course, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and they,
2: they, they can high five
0: over that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> because well, because what it's doing is it's presenting the manga as being a uh, unbiased perspective on the subject matter. And this is something that I heard third hand. So I don't know if this is true, but it it's something that I couldn't help but notice in reading it. I had heard uh, High School of the Dead being lumped in in the category of good art made by maybe not so great people. And this is usually low on that list. And, eh. you know, it like it, it's mentioned that, like, the political leanings of the people who made this is pretty obvious, you but, know, if you have a problem with that.
1: Not not speaking ill of the dead, I will say the author is probably very clearly a gun taku. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, he has I, some natural leanings, you would assume, based on that, I yeah, would and, imagine. Yeah
2: and usually that's from what i've heard from what i've heard from sources i trust that's usually how it's framed where it's like you know this is you know least bad in that category but it's like this is someone who has pretty overt political leanings that you might not like you know and and you know how do you how does that you know factor into your enjoyment of the art and i'm fine with it up until we get this little philosophy article
1: in the form of two characters talking like that, that this this is very much a
0: moment of the mangaka smashing his face through the fourth wall and saying here's what i think and it it gets it it definitely brings you out of the fiction in that regard
2: See, that's the thing, because it's not even that that's the problem. It's that it is very overtly trying to frame the manga as being a neutral centrist perspective when it very obviously is not. And that's what bugs me.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah. Man, you know, that police officer was just doing his job against these crazy centrists and just like, and like that immediately being followed, to guess you go like, yeah, those left wingers are super crazy. Also, those right-wingers can be racist, but also they're probably well-meaning. I'm like, so the other side's not well-meaning?
0: Um, <laughs> the
2: right-wing extreme ultranationalists and the Yakuza both had good intentions, didn't they? Yeah, it's this idea that um, it's trying to frame itself as being a neutral party when it ver- very overtly isn't, is, is sort of the thing that rubs me the wrong way about it. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, like not for nothing, just be honest about that sort of thing. I'm not necessarily going to agree with you, but at the very least, be honest about it. Quit trying, trying to be coy about it. A- anytime two characters just start
1: talking about philosophy completely unprompted, I'm just like, okay, well, no one, no one came here for your soapbox. Let's move on with the plot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the plot says, look at this little girl that is in trouble. It goes before that, because what happens is um, uh, Seiko? Seiko, yeah. Echo um, basically just goes, Hey, I just realized we've got the lights on. That means people are going to come to this house. Turn the lights off. We shouldn't have been doing any of this. We've been doing this for like two hours now. Shut up. It's now a problem. <laughs> the in game clock
2: move, uh, move forward to the next plot point.
1: <laughs> it is now night. And yeah, they, they see a little girl with um, her dad in what I what seems to be by the end of this chapter revealed to have been a test she's putting on. <laughs> goes. we can't save anybody else. We can only work out for ourselves. This is a new world. Only the pragmatics survive. Mm-hmm. And everyone buys this up until they see the dad knock on a door, go like, I need to save my little girl. I'm going to break down this door. And then the door opens up and they stab him because they're not going to let him break down the door they need. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm dead. Daughter, go hide. And then Takeshi's finally like, well, this is up. I'm just going to go help. And <laughs> Seiko's just like, good. That's what I
0: wanted you to do. I'm like, congratulations, you passed the uh, secret test of character. Why did
1: this have to be a secret test of character? Why did you let a man be murdered to judge a potential mate's moral compass?
3: <laughs>
2: well, here here's the thing about that. The one who most debate is being had is uh, Kota. And the way I read it is he's saying that because it's what he thinks, but the 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 gravity of the situation overwhelms both of them. She does yeah. a sudden
1: flip that th- makes it seem like what she is doing is testing their character.
2: Like, she doesn't say much until the point where they decide to do something about it, but it- it's one of those ones where I get what it's going for, and I think what it's going for is cool, but because of the way that it it's framed and presented to the audience, it- there's an easy argument to be made that I'm being a bit too generous with my read of it, but...
1: It- it doesn't matter because Kota then starts unloading sniper rounds into zombies. And someone yells out, won't that attract more zombies? Yes it will, but it's worth it. It then proceeds to attract no more zombies. <laughs> <laughs> we get probably the most uh, wish fulfillment
0: segment of our reading. I would be very careful how you phrase this, Sam. It- In terms of like, man, if anything happened, I would be the coolest action hero who ever existed. I would go save that little girl. Yeah, as Takashi uses the motorcycle to break out and drive a couple of houses down the street through the zombies
1: and uh, goes to save the little girl, crashes. And I, I love this because an arm gets stuck in the bike spokes. And he's like, no, a motorcycle would be incredibly impractical for a zombie apocalypse.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, he manages
0: to save the little girl and also a dog that had been there. So, yay, dog
2: is a little pupper they have been showing the dog for the entire prior chapter, and the uh, chapters are usually pretty long. So, little girl and dog versus zombies, uh,
0: Takashi comes and saves them, and it's like, but how do we get out of here? We're trapped and the bike is destroyed. Wait a minute, these walls are higher than the zombies can reach as a rule, and if I'm quiet, they probably won't try to climb up here. Okay, piggyback ride and put dog
1: in jacket, and now we do a balancing act something happens that makes me question the writer. It, yeah. They, uh, they have a scene, because this is a long walk, he's slowly balancing. Um, the little girl, despite the fact her dad was just murdered, suddenly goes, I need to use the bathroom. We can't, just hold it. I can't, I'm going to burst. Then just go on my back, it's fine. Okay. And I'd be like, this is super weird. <laughs> For a second, this manga makes a lot of movie references, And I wanted to give it the biggest benefit of the doubt, because I know there's an Owen Wilson movie where what's happened in there is they're like in a whole like, like the country is undergoing civil unrest. And what is happening is they're hiding out. And there's a scene where his daughter is like, I need to use a bathroom. Like, you literally can't. People are getting murdered. Just deal with it. And in that movie, that scene has some semblance of meaning. Here, this is just weird. And I was like, maybe it's a reference to that. And then I looked up when those movies came out. and no. So, um, <laughs> it's the fact that it is there
0: long enough to take up like a couple of pages and then it doesn't matter for the rest of
1: the chapter. Here's the other thing. It's never mentioned again
0: is yeah. what yeah. makes it
1: even weirder. <laughs> there is no consequence of this. It just happens. So it's
0: like which makes me question a few things. I took it as padding and moved on. So the important thing is that while this rescue attempt has been happening uh the girls have roused uh from their drunken stupor and uh really quickly how about that they they are roused from their drunken stupor and are still in their lingerie but are piling the guns into the humvee Because a bunch of scantily clad women, uh, moving uh, military hardware into a vehicle is a very specific fetish, and
1: this manga caters it to it hard. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Kota is yelling, there's too many of them out there. There's not even a Humvee can go through that crowd of zombies. Then the Humvee proceeds to go through that crowd of zombies with no problem. Like... (laughs) Oh, my God. Not only does it go through the crowd of zombies,
0: but Psycho is standing on it still in her panties and apron outfit. Koda is between her legs with a gun. <laughs> and this is the, the uh, like formation they have to break through the zombie horde so that uh, Takashi, uh, little girl, and dog can jump onto the transport and escape because we're at the end of the Left for Dead level.
1: Yeah. And there's no time for anyone to ask Takashi why he smells like piss. Like yeah. it's
2: weird. You think that would come up. Uh, we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to move on to the next chapter. Yeah, we're just moving on to the next chapter. In all fairness, I
1: think the next chapter does reference it, but in another incredibly weird way. So, like, it's not better.
2: Uh, I think <laughs> it really is, isn't. isn't it? Isn't it just that like his his uh, school jacket is like being hung out to dry or something? No, it's because the girl doesn't have her panties on. No, oh, little kid. She, she needs to oh, change. Yeah, that oh, yeah. This is. uh you know, oh. it, it's,
1: it's not that she doesn't have them on. It's that she needs to she, change them because I
2: like, forgot that. It's, was it's still that
1: super creepy. Oh, I blocked
2: anyway. that. I blocked that part out. Uh, yeah. Uh, so go
1: ahead. Get your eye bleach, I guess. Uh,
0: because we're about yeah. uh, halfway through the manga so uh take a good long minute to uh cleanse your sensory organs of
1: this idea and we'll be back after this and if you need some light reading for the break if you want something relevant to what we're coming up next uh, can i recommend atlas shrugged no <laughs> <laughs>
0: And welcome back to the show, folks, where last we left our heroes. They had broken out of the uh,
1: hot spring apartment. <laughs> they yeah. they had wound up with nothing, found luxury, then wound up with nothing again. So, I mean, maybe they'll find luxury again.
2: Oh, and how about that? Uh... But yeah, right now, right now they have to get to an event location where uh, they can drive their Humvee across the river.
0: <laughs> yes, because of course this is a uh, this is a military vehicle. Uh, it is very strong. It can uh, drive across a river because this river's water level is low because levees. Look, we needed to get a we need to get to the other side of the river without running a police blockade. All right.
2: It makes one wonder why there aren't zombies walking through the. That can't be more than waist high water, but okay.
1: That clearly can't be moving at any degree of speed. Well, obviously,
2: because the current's sweeping the zombies away, guys. But not the, not the Humvee. It's almost it's almost as if the uh, <laughs> the the characters or the zombies intermittently have plot armor. Good American steel is
0: powerful enough to defeat some pansy ass current. But
1: zombies can't. Is this the chapter that begins with um, Air Force One flying around? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. As um, because we're 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 getting flashes of what's going on at higher and higher levels of government. And this is one we're getting um, the president of the United States with a bandage around his arm because he's been bitten, is being begged by his generals to give the order for um, Department Code 666 or something, which is the Launching of all of America's nukes at all of their enemies. Mm -hmm. Which is a weird thing to have in place, but. (laughs)
0: Okay, then. Mr. President, you don't understand. Uh, We have completely given up on all attempts to uh, reclaim America from this bioweapon, despite the fact that this is a a third of a whole ass continent, and we have the most powerful military in the world. You just have to nuke everybody else. Counterpoint
1: if you were trying to reclaim your own territory from zombies, would you not nuke them?
2: No, you see, that would make sense. And then the zombies would be immediately eliminated, and we can't have that because then the story ends. Can you tell why I don't like zombie fiction? (laughs) I
0: can't do a good George W. Bush impression, but this is George W. Bush, and he (laughs) just kind of goes
1: with it. You do like kaiju fiction, and that runs into the exact same problem of the military. The military would just... Nuke these things.
2: Eh, at least Godzilla is
1: already a nuke, so yeah. Eh. <laughs> they they try that with God. Um, <laughs> watching um complete tangent. Watching uh Pacific Rim with my um brother-in-law who's in the army was real fun because he's like, oh, if that actually happened, they wouldn't even bother with ground troops. This is nonsense. They just like launch missiles from afar, and I'm like, that makes sense. Um- yep. <laughs>
2: Well yeah, if you're not using an A10, then most aircraft fly so high you can't even see them. Ugh. But a- but anyway, they
0: sing uh, row 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 your boat or in Coda's case, shoot 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 your gun as they cross
1: the river. Yep, cuz Coda and the little girl have become best friends. Yep. And Hi, that's Alice. You you know this because she refers to herself in the third person um Mm -hmm. she did lose both of her parents recently so i'll i'll give her a pass unlike ray who lost her long-term boyfriend recently and um doesn't remember him
2: (laughs) except when the plot needs her to
1: and
0: all we get out of ray in this particular sequence is uh she and Takashi Tika- and, uh, fell asleep in the backseat of the Humvee, and she's like, Oh, waking up next to this boy, I like so much. Hey, wait, what the fuck is going on? As Psycho also fell asleep on Takashi <laughs> and was like drooling on his stomach. And so Ray is becoming violent because
1: uh, that's the love triangle, I guess. They, they don't really do a lot to make it a love triangle. It seems like Ray is just jealous of Seiko. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. From what I remember from the anime, I, I think the I think the
0: authors just uh, go for Seiko, <laughs> but uh, that, that comes up later and not in this reading. The point being, they get to the other side of the river. Um, the girls have to change because the kid pissed herself.
1: Last, last chapter, in case you forgot. I, I don't think that's why. I think they just changed for another reason, because otherwise they were just sitting with someone who smelled like piss
3: for hours.
2: Like... I'd like to go back to repressing this part of the manga. Can we can we can we. Uh...
3: Anyway,
0: uh, anyway, uh, Kota gives Takashi a quick uh, crash course on how to use a shotgun. And then the girls are all now uh, looking hot and and uh, kitted out in their new weapons. Mm-hmm.
2: So we get a splash panel of them looking hot with their new weapons there. <laughs> There there's honestly almost a comedy cut between two chapters because there's like a there's like a a interstitial down chapter and it's like, boy, there's no zombies on this side of the river. Isn't it great? Turn page to next chapter. There's zombies everywhere. What are we going to do?
1: Well, we're going to we're going to shoot them with our guns and then we're going to have no problems. Except for when we need to do a really cool gunshot and I need to brace myself. Ray, get on the ground.
0: <laughs> well, OK, so the really so uh, this is the chapter of them having no zombies. And then next chapter, where did all these zombies come from? As Jake alluded to, uh, but they are looking for uh, Takagi's parents because they're finally in that proper neighborhood. And more and more Zambambos are showing up for to get in their way. Uh, marikawa Sensei is not paying attention to where she is driving and crashes, uh, basically uh, full force into a wire barricade that she's grates a couple of zombies, but also uh, I mean, stops to be fair, the car. She was
2: dead. Okay, th- to be to be fair to her, it, it she was watching the zombies and it's a wire barricade. I'm also
1: amazed it stopped the Hummer. Don't worry.
2: Well, no, yes. yeah, that doesn't make much sense either. I, I'm not saying that the physics of this makes sense. I'm saying that uh, I, I'd cut the character a little slack. Yeah, no, Mar-
0: Marikawa sensei gets uh, doesn't uh, have any points stocked for this. Uh, what does happen is that this violent stop sends Ray tumbling off of the top of mm-hmm. the Hummer to slam her back against the hood which apparently damages her muscles enough to paralyze her, leaving her on the ground, unable to move. This is never actually, like, confirmed in dialogue. <laughs> it's just her lying on the ground, like, ah, ugh,
1: ah, That makes so much sense. I think I didn't realize the fall hurt her that much, and I assumed the injuries she sustained were because of what happens immediately after this. Because well, that she verbalizes.
2: I understand your confusion. I guess she does verbalize that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly where the disconnect happened. Yeah. I, I think what I think it's less the uh, hood of the Hummer that uh, hurts her and that she skids on the uh, pavement is the reason she can't move. Uh, but honestly that would explain why she needs the ointment later. Yeah. Well, uh- Let's let's get to it, because what
1: actually has to happen is um, Takeshi then jumps down to defend her and Mm. braces. He he needs to get a good shot in, so he needs to brace himself.
0: He uses his shotgun for a while. He does okay with it, but runs out of shells. He spills the spare shells all over the ground. So he's like, at least we get to get to die together. Hugs Ray, realizes, oh, wait, she has a gun. This is great. And goes to brace himself and as Matt has been alluding to, uses her
1: tits as a gun brace. Now I know what you're thinking. As we've established in High School of the Dead, the human mammary glands must have some kind of skeletal structure. (laughs) Yes, anime fans? Like an octopus. Yes, anime fans,
0: you're right. This is where the supersonic titties happen. I am deeply remorseful to inform you that the supersonic titties do not happen in the manga. (laughs) Uh, as Psycho leaps off to fight the zombies with her sword, uh, uh, Takashi is using, uh, the titty-mounted gun to, uh, fire into the horde, and it looks like they are still about to be overrun. Uh, no bullets, bullet time through boobs. I, yeah, sure, okay, uh.
2: That's that's famous because it's dumb. So I honestly feared it was going to happen later. Uh, having since learned that it's simply an anime only thing, I don't mind.
1: It's the animation studio showing off with bullet time is what it is. Yeah, but what we get instead is the most teenage boy written scene I've ever heard of like man, how how cool would it be if I had like a sniper rifle and I was shooting zombies but I need to get a good shot in so I had this girl and I used her huge boobs to like steady my aim (laughs) and I'm just like I desperately don't want to be in a
0: conversation with you right now oh my god so the scene goes on for a while and it does look like our heroes are going to be overrun and killed. But uh, thankfully, uh, reinforcements arrive in the form of, well, we're not really sure at the beginning, but we we learn
1: later that they're basically paramilitary forces. They, they're wearing firefighter things. Yeah, which I guess of all the things readily available, like a fireman's coat not a bad idea because I, I mm-hmm. presume it's like big and bulky and wouldn't be bitten through
2: very easily. Better than nothing, I suppose.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah but th- th- you say that. But then the guy wearing um, motorcycle leathers got zombified, so I don't really
2: know what yeah. happened there. Well, yeah, because these are because these are the kinds of zombies that have magic powers and are somehow stronger than actual human people with functional bodies. Because oh, they have no limits. Uh, OK, <laughs> of course, that makes like, like sense. like Kyle
1: Ken times five or whatever, you know? <laughs> 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 anyway, these paramilitary
0: forces are able to save our heroes. We, we do actually get a brief moment of pathos where Kota is convinced that they're about to be overrun. So he picks up Alice and Zeke, the little dog, and is like, all right, the two of you go over the wire barricade and uh, we'll come for you in a minute, OK? You're lying. You have the same look on your face that my daddy did when he died. You're all lying. Uh, You're not going to come after me, are
2: you? You're going to leave me alone again. I'm staying with you. And yeah, I mean, uh, intermittently, like for all of the for all of the stupid and for all of the wish fulfillment, this series has some genuinely well done character moments. I really like that scene.
0: Yeah, same. It's very good. And uh, then we get the heartwarming moment of them being saved by the paramilitary firefighters who are being led by Takagi's mother. How about that? (laughs) As one of the firefighters pulls off their helmet to reveal a very pretty lady and Takagi goes, Mama! And we get perhaps the best moment of uh, Takashi's uh, narration of, of course, we all thought we could relax. The very next chapter, Takagi's freaking out. Of course, my parents are the best. You all know best. I'm just going to go f- <laughs> myself, I guess. And she storms away. Man, what's eating her?
2: Yeah, and then and then they relax because uh, the uh, ominous narration at the end of chapters hasn't meant anything yet. <laughs> if only
1: we'd known that this would have been the happiest we'd be for a while. But everything changed.
0: When the Fire Nation attacked. I suppose I'm being a little disingenuous. The immediate next thing in the next chapter is not Takagi having a uh, real teenager moment. Uh, it is instead um, Marikawa applying the ointment
1: to Ray, And clearly and so she has to hold her down. He has to hold her down from the front of her head. So what it looks like is she's getting Eiffel Towered.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a that's a scene that happens. The worst part of it is, Ray's moaning, Ray's uh, moaning about it, Ray's complaining about it later implies that she didn't have a problem with being held down and having
1: things rubbed all over her. She just wished that Takashi was the one doing the rubbing. Yeah. Uh... And this, uh, this is also where we get the line where I got confused, where she said, I wouldn't need to do this if you hadn't hurt my tits. Yeah,
0: the way you fired that gun really hurt my boobs. She just says that out loud and then walks away. uh ah. well, she well, she doesn't walk away because her back is hurt, so because she has to be the one that walks away. <laughs> she
1: kicks him out of the room they They really don't play up how much of a debil- uh like a disability she's actually at right now because i I did not pick that up on that.
2: They never verbalize the severity of her injury it's It's shown contextually in like the way she's holding herself, but like one thing that i think i've realized is because i don't like zombie fiction i wanted to read this in as charitable light as possible because i didn't want to not give it a chance um so i was picking up on things like uh you know like how she was holding herself was because she's still not completely recovered from uh skinning her back on the road but like they don't say that because they're too busy pointing out the fact that she has boobs you're busy pointing out the fact that she was being Eiffel Towered by her sensei and her
1: boyfriend. Uh, so, man, how nice has this alt-right compound been to us? Really? Just great oh, people all around, right? Oh my fucking god. <laughs> okay. Man, these neo-Nazis really aren't that bad once you get to know them on a personal level. Not like those crazy leftists protesting out front. And I'm like, that's not even really, that's not even paraphrasing that much.
0: I know. Okay, I'm- so so Takashi is kicked out of Ray's, you know, hospital hospital room, and uh, Takagi is currently freaking out. Now, admittedly, Takagi has a good reason to be freaking out. Her base, her parents basically wrote her off as dead because, and she is pissed off about that because she is very much not dead and considers this a, a slight against her, uh,
1: a slight against her pride. And then Takashi, being the man he is, goes, "Hey." Takagi, your parents tried their hardest. Don't you know we're all in the same boat? Do you think that means all of our parents wish we were dead? No, you should be more grateful as a child. It's like, (laughs) That doesn't even fit the moral theme you're building up with your characters. Like, you're you're building up a whole thing of like, yeah, parents just don't understand. Which is a weird moral to be building, but I guess that's what they're doing.
0: And Uh, and, and it's like, okay, so they're in this... They're in this mansion, right? But this mansion is actually like a whole compound. It's like a whole fortress. It's a, it's this for, man, mansion fortress. Okay, I suppose they're rich. That's fine. Yeah, this is actually the base for our ultra nationalist group. So you you were stockpiling weapons. Run that by me again. This is the base for our ultra nationalist group.
2: Aha. Uh-huh. See, here here's where I think the problem is because this is another case where I see what they're going for, but. I also am, like, I have eyes. I'm not missing the problem here. Basically, what's going on is the way it's setting it up is there's, like, meant to be, like, a character turn where, you know, someone realizes they're wrong. And it goes back to that idea of, like, it's framing itself as a, a as a centrist perspective. So it's setting it up like the ultra-nationalists are going to be revealed to be just as bad. But I... Kind of also get the impression that the author soft agrees with them, uh-huh. so that doesn't happen. And it's it's one of those ones where I try to read it charitably, and I don't think it's intended to come off that way, but it comes off that way because <laughs> like because yep. like a lot of the a lot of the like um, non sequiturs are coming from a place of it's setting up, you know, this character being wrong about this, like um, Takagi's Tagagi's father being too extreme. But it never actually they, they set it up, but they never actually present him as being wrong in anything.
1: They, they make him out to be like a final boss level of like, no one can stand up against the ultimate force, her dad. And he's incredibly intimidating. And then he proceeds to just do nothing but nice things for them.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. It, it, it very much is the case where I think I think it was an even hand was attempted but the author agrees a little bit too much with one of the sides because like, um what
1: happens is um Kota is throwing a fit because the adults want to confiscate his guns cuz he's just a kid mm. and Kota has the pretty reasonable position
0: of up until the uh, well I don't want to say reasonable but he has I was the about under- to say, no, understandable it's, it's, it's not, yeah. it, the understandable position of up until the world ended I was just a fat nerd now My particular nerdy interest, guns, has become suddenly very, very uh, profitable. It's very powerful. Valuable in the the current state of the world. This is great. I feel like I'm someone. I'm I'm a real man. I have value. I have value. And now we're in this ultra safe compound where I don't have to fight anymore. So I'm just a weak little fat nerd again.
2: Yeah, and this is what I was mentioning before with uh, the, the reasons he acts the way he, he does, the, the snap turns that he takes is vocalized in this scene, but it's always been there. And again, it's one of those cases where, like in a bubble, Kota absolutely works. The problem is it's sort of trying to have its cake and eat it too with the with the wacky wish fulfillment with with the um references to uh sillier works but then also trying to do hard drama. And then when you combine that sort of um I'm being even handed the ultra nationalists go too far in dealing with those crazy leftists. And like it it it's one of those ones where it falls apart under scrutiny. Like I get what it's going for. It's just
3: Mmm,
1: it's, it's, it's irksome. Oh, uh, because like, what I expected in this scene was, um, I, I was expecting any form of tension to develop. And what would ha- happen was, um, uh, Takagi's dad would be like, Oh, you're hoarding guns. Cool, kid executed. I don't need people who disagree with me. But no, he's actually very even handed It's like, No, you're right. You have a great passion. And I appreciate people who are willing to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Do you want to be my adopted son? <laughs> That's our bond we're forming right now. Well, I, I, I was really into your daughter until I wasn't in about like chapter four. They kind of dropped that plot thread completely.
2: Well, yeah, because because the protagonist has to be the one with the harem.
1: Oh, right. Takeshi, you're
0: here. Uh, you and my daughter were uh, childhood friends we're Childhood friends. How about that? <laughs> You're a childhood friend since kindergarten. Even though this was never brought up before, I've heard your name many times. You are a you're a brave young man who has uh, displayed great courage. But you're too full of doubt, from what I've seen. We literally haven't spoke, sir. Like we've never actually we've never actually had a conversation on panel.
2: I think that's like been said out loud.
0: <laughs> Except for the bit I improv improv for Takashi. There, basically, yeah.
2: But like that sentiment is still there that we've never spoke sentiment. Yeah, because that, that's that's the vibe that you get from Takeshi's perspective, where it's like, uh, OK, hello, nice to meet you, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Psycho is being given a legendary uh, legendary tier sword because apparently uh, Mr. Takagi and uh, Psycho's dad were friends once upon a time. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> what Quest item get. Which makes me question things about Busajima-san, but...
1: <laughs> oh, oh, man, the person who's really into traditional swordsmanship in the Japanese style is a nationalist? Wow, I'm ah, surprised. Never would have guessed. Who, who, who raised his daughter to be, like basically the poster child of Jap- of Japanese, uh, sexism. (laughs) Oh man, people who are really into guns and bunker culture and live out in Montana are also anarchist? Wow! Uh, What a weird coincidence that those
2: two interests coincide so perfectly.
1: Damn!
2: Hard-hitting social commentary here on the Cast.
1: My social commentary is Fallout. Not Fallout. Um, Far Cry 5. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> there's a big fat bear that, that's a cheeseburger for a name. Uh, anyway. Um, He's got diabetes.
0: There, there's a bit of a uh, uh, plot tangle, I guess, when some randos are brought into the compound and are like, man, zombie virus, that's- <laughs> Clearly, this is just some right wing conspiracy theory. We need to resolve this peacefully. How about we create a union and go talk to
1: uh, Mr. Takaki and- uh, gonna let all the zombies in so we can talk them out of their thing, their thing, and be like good, helpful people. Don't you know criminals are never helped by talking to them? You must execute them. O- okay, but the story's saying you're
0: right in this metaphor. And our ta- and our Takagi is like, you know, they're actually like n-
2: they're they're like monsters. They're not right? alive anymore. They're, they're literally they're walking human. corpses. Yeah, no, and I mean like th- this is the thing because it's like what's being said out loud is basically framing Takagi's dad as being right. Whereas the framing is presented as if it's being even handed and it comes off to me as, well, obviously the right wing uh, extremists are going too far in dealing with these crazy leftist whack jobs. And it's like, yeah. And when you put it that way, it becomes pretty obvious whose side you're actually on. Nobody is fooled. Wow, can you believe these leftists want to,
1: uh, open our borders to the zombies? Man, I really didn't think this was gonna get as political as it did, um.
0: <laughs> Me neither! I thought that- Look, okay, it's been like 15 years since I've seen this anime. I thought it was just gonna be guns and tits like I remembered
1: it, but no. I-, I also don't remember a chunk of this- Oh, I- I think I established. I don't think I've actually watched this,
2: so. Yeah, I-, I don't think you reached this part of the anime, Matt. And in all all honesty, I think that's honestly what the issue is, because I don't think the manga wants to be political. I think it's trying to just present hard, uh, like, hard subjects. But there's such an obvious author bias that it comes off way more political than it should. Or alternatively, it is being done, uh, you know, like, it is being done to frame it in a specific way. But, like, honestly, the way I took it when I was reading it, uh it It seemed to me like it was unintended i i I was waiting
1: for the far-right compound to, to be wrong in a way that wasn't you kids need to grow up and become adults because that's what the conflict is when they're in the far right compound
2: is they don't like us because we're kids, not they're nationalists. It very much is the story like like from a from a sort of like fourth wall perspective, the story fully well knows it needs to present the far right side as being wrong in some way. But it feels like author bias is preventing the far right side from being wrong in a way that frames them as villains. That 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 is actually wrong. Yeah, what's
1: being portrayed wrong is not their ideology; it's their treatment of
2: of the main <laughs> characters. Yeah, yeah. It, that doesn't it, have any bearing on who they are or what they advocate. It it's the classic um it's the classic
0: you know way of trying to portray uh, an ideology. And even a handedness or an ideology is wrong as saying that, oh, only certain people who
1: are assholes about it are wrong. It's not like this is a systemic thing. Like what you should have done was had him execute a criminal. Like an actual criminal, not just a zombie. Instead of instead of killing a zombie, which, you know, is just the
0: thing
2: that needs to happen even even going as far as for him to verbalize if you don't give me the guns we will execute you even if that doesn't happen and he gets talked down quickly that at least presents that this guy is willing to cross lines that don't need to be crossed that presents him as the antagonist he needs to be for the story to actually work
1: instead he just comes off as his daughter's dad who's just like hey kid you're just a kid put the guns down leave this to the men and i'm like like, I can understand from teenage fiction, you're the bad guy. You're not the bad guy in the way you need to be with how this has been built up. <laughs> like, yeah. you're like, oh man, this is my mean dad and these literal insane people
2: who want to talk to living corpses. Like... Yeah, it's it's not comparable, but it's presenting it as if it is. And, <sighs> and I, I think that's the reason why it comes off wrong. Um, yeah. Which is... Uh where
0: we stand before we go to our double cliffhanger. Wow, two cliffhangers for the price of one.
1: What a deal. Neither of which really make a lot of sense, quite frankly. Well, because we desperately need any tension, because any tension of being in the alt-right compound just got dissolved by the dad being very reasonable and giving them gifts. So
2: it's like, (laughs) don't worry, here's some other problems. Remember that sex cult we left? Yeah. They're apparently infiltrating the compound or something.
0: Not even just remember that sex cult we left. A member of the sex cult has infiltrated said alt-right compound and is going to, I guess, weasel. Do we care? <laughs> like, <laughs> at, uh, well, I guess we kind of care that Shido
1: has started a, an underage sex cult on a bus. So here's the important thing. He seems to have a weird kind of like fetish thing. He just watches. Yeah, he's got a he's got a particular kind of voyeurism fetish. He's like, I am too I'm an adult. My like, I am sickly and unclean. I need to watch your youth. And I'm like, oh, so he, he's weird. He's incredibly weird. Uh. And, and
0: given the amount of girl on girl action that the manga shows, he's into Yuri, so.
2: It's because of what the target demo is presumably looking for. Like I, it. it... There is a level of shamelessness to this. I'm not here to see guys
1: have sex with girls. That's gay. I, he, except he totally is because he yeah. does watch that. like, well, the thing is, we're talking about the from an audience
3: the, perspective. The, frame, yeah.
1: the framing of the manga for not for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The 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 teacher is very okay with everything. But yes. mm, let's not go that far. I think yeah. he's just into straight and Yuri. I I, I don't. He, yeah. he seems to want
2: as few guys as possible. He's a creep because because target demo. yeah, no. I mean like this is this is engineered. He wants as few guys as possible, which is
0: uh, demonstrated by uh, one guy saying, you know, the sex cult is nice and all, but I just kind of want to find my parents. Oh, that sounds like you don't want the world to be cleansed by the purity of our sex cult. I'm going to throw you to the zombies now. Wait, what? No, that's not what
1: I said at all. It's even better than that, though, because he's just like, yeah, no, I, I really just want to go home and see if my parents are still alive. He's like, you don't want to get kid? That girl will fuck you. So will her. You sure you don't want to stay here and get fucked? I really miss my parents. I think I just want to go home. If you're not going to get off the party bus. <laughs> I, I under
0: look, the girls are sexy. I understand. I'm fine with that. I just want to make sure my folks are okay
1: and go die to the if zombies. If you're somehow. not, <laughs> then you immediately die. <laughs>
2: I I love how this is another case where this is so overtly unintentional, but I love how there it's like you have a bunch of crazy, like wacky cartoon characters being really, really dumb. And then you have the one sane person yeet them to the zombies. (laughs) We can't have sane people. Then the manga will end. (laughs)
1: man. But uh, anyway, the the manga seems to realize that the sex cult is so not a threat to the main characters with how the stakes have been raised at this point. They're like, well, let's, let's have some other cool, more exciting thing happen. And we get revealed that the president died before he could set it off. But what has happened is because the chain of success in America is such that everyone is turning into zombies, we are now on the Secretary of Homeland Security. <laughs> Uh huh. Who is now the president. And because the secretary of Homeland Security is Homeland Security immediately launched all the nukes. So nukes are going to every single one of America's enemies. Namely Beijing and um, Pyongyang. Moscow and yeah, oh, Moscow already got nuked. That's right.
0: Yeah, Moscow already got nuked very specifically at this point. It's uh, China and North Korea that they're attacking. So Beijing and Pyongyang are getting uh, hit Yeah, where, and- where we had the reading.
2: It's one of those ones where like, I'm sitting here like, okay, that like, you're showing the world good. I get that. How does that affect the characters no. who are dealing with a local issue?
1: Exactly. I'm, th- I'm just like, you realize the sex cult was not a threat to the main characters anymore. So you made something that's a threat. But is such a big threat, it is not a threat to the main
0: characters. Or it's such a big threat, the main characters can't resist it. So you have to make it be
1: distant enough. That's the thing. They're they're unaffected by it. So it's like you you overcorrected way too far. <laughs> you, you were going off the left side of the road, and then you went over
2: onto the right side. Like it's and it, and you still went off the and you still went off the cliff. Much like the political leanings of this manga in general. How about that?
1: Very political, this episode. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're not making a statement. We're saying this manga thinks it's making a neutral statement and is not. And it's not, yeah. <laughs> we, we are reacting to the subject material in this regard. <laughs> if we were making a statement, you'd know.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I think one of the big takeaways is, at least from my perspective, it really did feel like this manga getting as political as it did was on accident. And I think that's a big part of the reason why it was not handled well. I almost feel to some extent that, not necessarily that, like, it wouldn't have been agreeable, but I almost would have preferred, like, if you're going to go there, at least be honest about it, you know? At least do it on purpose. And that's that's sort of where, where it gets incredibly uncomfortable look if if we want
1: political leadings, go listen to eagle the making of an asian american <laughs> president because then you get amazing quotes like what are you dems doing here don't you know i'm an elephant man
2: <laughs> oh, good old tuck character being able to eat all uh, everyone in all 50 states means something completely different in those two mangas, <laughs> doesn't
0: it oh geez <laughs> and Anyway, this brings us to the end of our reading. Mercifully. Mercifully. So we have to ask the seminal question. Favorite character and favorite fight? I suppose in this case, the fight would just be the Zambambos encounter. Oh, which one, though? Exactly. Uh, As I revealed earlier, uh, Kota and Takagi share my number one spot because I love their dynamic. I love the haughty Ojo-sama and the gun-obsessed otaku bouncing off each other. They have a lot of really great jokes that land exactly as intended. Mm -hmm. Their chemistry is adorable. I 100% ship it. Uh, Kota is just extremely fun because his gimmick... His gimmick is so immensely specific, but the genre of this manga uses it to uh, its full extent, and I can't help but uh, respect that. As for uh, favorite encounter, ah, geez, it's kind of hard to say. I would say the wire, uh, the wire barricade fight, but the actual, my actual favorite part of that wasn't in the manga. And it's only my favorite part because it's so incredibly stupid that it just highlights...
1: Everything of why 17-year-old Sam liked it. Sam, Sam I'll give you a pass. You can, uh, you can reference an anime moment for this series and only this series. <laughs>
0: okay. And in, in that case, I will say the Wire Barricade fight. Because uh, it, it's the characters having fun with their new weapons. It's still a desperate encounter. And, uh, you know, they get Deus Ex Machina out of it. But, you know, it, it allowed us to show off some of the new uh, goodies for a bit. And it had a sick-ass moment in the anime. Uh, Matt,
1: how about you? Oh, jeez. Oh, um, favorite character? I guess Takeshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't blame you for uh, struggling with this one. I'm not r- really sold on any of them. Takeshi, at least, is an active participant. Um, he's got some fun stuff. Um, favorite fight? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a tie... Between uh, the scene where Coach is just like, there is no way this Hummer can go through all those zombies. It would need to be a tank or something. And then the Hummer just proceeds to go through the zombies (laughs) with no trouble. Um, And then also the scene where the guy holds um, Ray at knife point, seemingly only so that Takeshi can have blood on his hands. So that he's like, I've killed a person. I'm different than the person I was this
2: morning. Those are those are both fun. Um, good reasons. Good reasons. And Jacob. So I kind of have two favorites for different reasons. I like the type of character Seiko is. I don't think that she's handled well. And like there are there are a lot of cases where I was sort of tuning out the whole look at how good of a traditional Japanese housewife she is that I, I was kind of sort of squinting past. I, I sort of like the um like has it together action go getter type character. That she, I feel, is supposed to be. So that that's um, uh, that's honestly who I would say. If you, it's like who is your favorite character? Like I like, I'd like to see more of her in a positive light. Well, if you reach the end of the anime. <laughs> well, yeah, Tagagi in in that same context, it, I think she's utilized more um successfully. Uh, But Tagagi in in that same vein would be my second uh, favorite uh, in that category. But in all honesty, for all of the characters, I think Kota actually just works. Like, I I, I don't think they, like, mess up his character in particular at any point. And I understand him. I get him and mm. i like that like he's he's a comp- he's a really competently written character and i appreciate that so he he's a favorite in that sense and uh as for favorite fight this is another case where uh it was easy until we started reviewing cuz boy i i remembered there was the peeing on his back scene but i squinted past way more than i realized um that one i i liked the i liked the um there was almost an adventure feel to it that i that was like it felt fresh to me and that was um sort of like the context of um in a lot of cases zombie fiction can be morose to the point of being to dragging like i get that that in some cases is the point and like that can be leveraged extremely uh effectively but that's not my usual fare i knew it was Typical zombie fiction, but with a lot more horny, but the sort of um, you can do it attitude uh, was the um, thing that I found most appealing, Um, which, you know, the more we talked about it, the more I realized it's like, oh, no, that's just to appeal to the 14 year olds. Okay. Mm
0: raise his hand was 14 year old that saw this anime. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those ones where it's like from a conceptual level, I really like that. Um, I wish it was better. But also, I'm not really crying that hard that it didn't land as intended because it's not really my genre. I, I would say I would say um, Saving Alice is my favorite, but like again, it's one of those ones where it's sort of like Seiko, where it's like there's so many asterisks attached to it that I didn't even realize how much I was blocking out. I again not in, in my not liking zombie fiction. I wanted to be as fair to the manga as possible, so I read it in the most positive light I could. And there are more than a few cases where I was probably a little too generous in my read of it. But I mean, it, you know, it it made it enjoyable enough for me, so I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rescind. I will say that uh, taking the anime into account, Seiko is my
0: favorite character, but we did not get to the point in the story that makes her my favorite character. So uh, here we are. But um, one uh, point about this manga is that it did kind of languish in development hell for a long time due to the health complications of the mangaka. And then he uh, untimely passed before the story could be... Uh, completed. Completed. You know, this is one of those anime that's famously stuck at its season 1 finale. You know, season 2 when? Well, in this case, season 2 never. Or if we have anything of uh, note to say in that regard.
2: I will say, one thing that I can't help but notice is there is a lot of skill and craft here. I understand why people unironically like it. I don't know how much um, this particular mangaka had done before High School of the Dead, but I I see a lot of potential here and it really is and not even necessarily in High School of the Dead in specific but in in this particular author he 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 knew how to write really strong character scenes and it it's honestly it's honestly a real shame that um you know there there's not you know more to see you know I mean like scenes like where uh, Alice at the during the um wire barrier fight doesn't want to leave that's just a really 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 good scene Mm. it's too bad i would have i would have liked to have seen other stuff done by this author and i'm probably gonna check out and see if there's any uh prior uh work that i can uh look at because you know to some extent subject matter is a bit of the you know stumbling block i feel with this so uh yeah indeed uh matt any thoughts uh yeah i know i was looking into this when we do like the
1: bare minimum of background research we occasionally do um there's (laughs) there's a pretty good um Interview with uh, uh Shoji Sato, the uh, illustrator and uh the editor, basically talking about how overseas fans are constantly talking about like why don't you finish this? Why don't you finish this? And they kind of both just have a very clear matter of fact like we we can't like I, this is not something you, you do not c- finish someone else's work. And like the editor even steps into like I think people from overseas really don't understand like in Japan someone's someone's work is theirs like you would not finish someone else's painting like the idea that fans are entitled to a finished product of someone is kind of weird and the thing is seeing what's happening with Berserk it's clear that that mentality even in Japan is changing so like who knows Daisuke sensei had passed long before um uh, Mira sensei had so it that there's plenty there is a, a lot of time for that shift to have occurred also being a little more pragmatic, I suppose. There's also a lot less money in finishing High School of the Dead and finishing versus f- versus finishing Berserk, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I think I think there is to some extent, um, there there is a reasonable level of uh not finishing another um uh another artist's painting. I do think that, that that's an understandable statement. But there is also the idea of, you know, continuing on uh you know in someone's name and it, it it very much depends on the situation. It depends on um who the late artist is. It's a case by case basis. It's uh it's not so easy as um just finish it. You could just get another writer. But at yeah. the same time, you know it, it you know there are some cases where it would be nice to, you know, see an end to a story, you know, in someone's name.
1: From from the sounds of it too, it seems like the um author illustrator pair are not like a they work together they are not like um uh the creators they're not like death note creators where they're like a team yeah yeah so like the idea of him picking up the writing portion is like he didn't really talked like obviously i'm sure they talked about the series but like i don't know what the finale
2: is like
3: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah he wasn't talking plot points with me he was it was all nitty-gritty it's like hey i really need this girl's boobs to look like this, you got this?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah you got it boss <laughs> and of course would you continue reading this is the kind of the big thing that i've been building towards i don't think i would uh as mentioned before i don't think the action paneling in the manga is particularly good um as also revealed throughout the course of the review, there are definitely uh, some deeper red things in a uh, sociopolitical sense that did not occur to a younger Sam. So <laughs> that is uh, definitely something that might have stopped me nowadays if I had been seeing it uh, fresh and unblemished. I think this, like the reading this uh, for the podcast... <sighs> It's definitely gotten me curious to go take a look at the anime again, if only for the raw nostalgic value of seeing these wackadoodle action scenes in animation once again. And the old piece of frickin' banger. I have had it playing on repeat the entire time we've been recording. (laughs) Jake, how about you? Would you continue reading?
2: So, in all honesty, I'm kind of in two minds about it. Um, There is a part of me that, pun very much intended, is morbidly curious about where it's going. Um, The the fact that um, it was um, prematurely cancelled is a, you know... I don't know if that makes me want to to see where it got to more or less. But on the other hand, there is all of the, the stuff that we mentioned that I think the best way of, of summing up my personal issues with it sans the it's not my genre problem, which is a factor as well, is I get what it's going for, but it's not doing it as it intends and that makes me disinclined to continue because i kind of got what the intent was and it i i don't see it like it could write the ship i don't know that it necessarily will and so so casually reading it on my own there's a part of me that is genuinely curious i don't think i will though and um you know as for the podcast it's like i wouldn't i wouldn't complain about doing it again but in all honesty i don't feel like the, the podcast as a whole is really feeling doing a part two. Hmm. And if we if 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 we never picked up on this, um, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't feel like you I wouldn't would cry about it. Yeah. So yeah. They're... Well, Matt, care to confirm? <laughs>
1: uh, this was bad. This was incredibly bad. This was everything I hate in isekai fiction because there's a whole bunch of like, oh, here's a really cool premise. Let's set up some drama and then the characters just solve it. They solve it in two pages and then it's orgy, please give me another orgy. Well, better have some face facsimile of strife so that we can earn the reward as we just feed ourselves candy for dinner constantly because we're goddamn children and we're incapable of eating a balanced meal. There you go, folks. (laughs) That is also a fair take. Uh...
0: Matt, with much more fervor, (laughs) essentially saying (laughs) Jake and I were as well. (laughs) Cutting straight to
1: the bone. Uh, oh
2: my gosh. Much much like the legendary katana that one of the paramets received in the, at the end of our reading.
1: Well, You see, a katana is only good for three or four strikes because it, it it's actually a very brittle blade. It chips constantly. No, if you truly know how to use a katana, it will never damage and will not even draw blood. What the f*** <laughs> are you talking about?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. So, um... Thank you, everyone, once again for listening to the Over Manga Cast. As always, you can find us on all of your social medias. where We are at OverMangaCast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, where episodes go up two weeks after they premiere uh,
1: basically everywhere else. So if you're listening to this in November, uh, that's why. As always, we appreciate reviews in any and all forums. Uh Go ahead on iTunes is a good place for them. Any other place you can leave them, uh, comments on YouTube as well. Uh, or if you want to reach out to us directly, if you have a suggestion of something you'd like us to read, something you'd like us to revisit, or, you know, just want to say how cool we are, uh, you can reach us, uh, send out an email, uh, overmangacast at gmail.com, or you can go to our website at www.overmongacast.com And at the bottom of each page is a helpful little comment thing, both of those get sent to us just fine. Uh, we do read them all. Uh, this month has been very busy for most of the cast, so we're bad at responding. But <laughs> um, d- uh, the second we get through our theme months, we'll start going back to listener requests. Yep. So standby to 2023. Hey, 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 hey. Not all of December is a theme month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to
0: get in at least one episode for... God, what was it? Klaus, Klaus,
1: that's it. Klaus, and then <laughs> I think we might also do another Christmas because of how the holidays line up, but... Um... <laughs> that's for later. But as always, I hate talking about Christmas while it's still October, because this is, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Tune in next week where we read Final Girl. Yeah, so um, go ahead, read Final Girl. Uh, this one is a one-shot. Um, it's a it's a nice light read. So I don't think it's been officially released. So if that bothers you, sorry. Um suck it up. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it, it is a 44 page one-shot that you can find on the author's Twitter, so yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have some fun with it. And you should tune in next Thursday in order to join in the fun. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. You
1: guys, did did we remember to lock the doors? Ah! <laughs> Oh god, the
3: sex zombies are in here! Hold on, I'll no. get my- no! ah! I'm secretly into it.